3: Welcome to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and once again I'm joined by Kevin Graham to look back on yet another disappointing performance and result um, that's been served up by the title chasing, 10 in a row chasing Celtic. Kevin, I uh, said at half, pa- half time that Neil Lennon had 45 minutes to save his job. 45 minutes to save Celtic season. Has he done enough?
4: What I would um, what I would actually say is everybody got ashore, but the boat's sunk. The boat's gone. Um every question that was being asked of us, every question that we wanted answered, we failed on every single count this afternoon. Okay. I did say I did say at half time that we had forty five minutes to turn it round and what I was actually meaning we had forty five minutes to turn this game round but that that's for us not to see that game out. I mean, is absolutely is so wrong. The game management was unacceptable. really unacceptable. It's unacceptable for us to go get back in front again, then not make any changes to go behind again. Is and I say and I did I did say it at half time. I did say it at half time. If our idea of saving the season was bringing on Scott Bound, we were in trouble. Mm-hmm. and I'm, right, I'm maybe saving the season's big but trying to turn this game round was bringing on Scott Brown that, that we were in trouble look like, let's actually just let's just actually break this down the two goals no counting the penalty the two goals were bits of individual brilliance individual brilliance it was nothing that came from the touchline it wasn't a tactical change the two subs that Lenny made or the three subs that he made. That so we're all like for like.
3: Mm, yep. We never
4: changed the shape of the team. We never done anything. If we failed in every single question,
3: every challenge,
4: every challenge that was that was thrown at us at that game, we failed at it. Now, the boats, as as I says, the boats sunk, but everybody's fine. Everybody's on the shore. Do I think that the the powers that be will? Uh, Pull the trigger I think we've got to look at If there's any underlying deeper issues um, Which have maybe been a bit um, Scared to face They probably now have A perfect excuse in the last week And it's not just the results It's the way that the team's performed
3: It's, it's the performance Kevin It's the manner of the performance I mean we were heading there 2-1 down to three defeats in a row for the first time since 1994. We get comments, um, some comments saying, well, that's funny, you said Neil Lennon was the best manager in the league a few weeks ago. No, I think what I said was, going into the Rangers game, Neil Lennon was a better manager than Steven Gerrard, in the respect of Gerrard's won nothing yet. But when you, you come up against Rangers, and they've got your ticket, and they beat you convincingly, and then you don't get enough against Milan, um, to convince you as a Celtic supporter um, that, you know, Lenny has what it takes to turn this around. And I'm not talking about a uh, runny results or even bad performances. I'm talking about these deeper lying issues within the Celtic squad. Everybody's receiving the same kind of stuff that, you know, I'm not going to release information unless I know it's 100% accurate, Kevin. There's something wrong with the Celtic squad, there's something wrong with the Celtic team. When we got our noses in front for the first time at 3-2, did you believe that we had enough game management, management being the key word, to see through that victory?
4: No. One word answer, no. Look at the penalty that we lost. There was panic in that back line there. Absolute panic. And it's accumulated and, and it's in... Uh, Callum McGregor throwing a foot out at a boy because we're completely open. We're com- we have been completely cut open in the ninety-first minute after being two-one down. and go, um, going free, free to up. The game management was non-existent. There. Um, uh, this is. I-, I don't know where to go. I mean that. I'm caught here. I'm really are caught. As I say,s and I'm, and people can go back and watch it. This point was always coming when we appointed Neil Lennon on the 25th of May 2019. I says then, it felt like the beginning of the end. When we were sitting watching that game, and we went went 2-1 down, I says to you, if, if this feels like Tony Mowbray's Love Street Night, where even if we managed to pull it out, which we nearly did, something needs to be done. The uh, the the dog needs put down, and I'm not calling Neil Lennon a dog. That's just, and maybe if we had won that game again, it was it was possibly just going to be like putting a a plaster over a burst artery. It would have just papered over every crack that's shown over the over over the last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: We are where we are, and what I actually fear is what comes next.
0: Do
3: you fear it? Why would you fear it? Because if this continues for another month, another half a dozen games, our season's over. So I don't, fear, I don't fear that change.
4: There's a fear. The fear that I've got is the fear of not doing anything and you come to the scenario that you've just said. The other fear that I've got is you do do something and you make the, the wrong decision once again like we did on the 25th of May 2019. Well, we go for another short term fix
3: I can't, I don't think we can I don't think we can under the circumstances now there's loads of different aspects of the decision making process we realise that you're looking at a manager there who goes 2-1 down and sits on his hands I say to you where's the change you as a manager need to know what your next contingency is if it's not working. So at 2-1 down, Kevin, the changes are made immediately. Actually, I say to you during the game, when we pulled it back to 1-1, you actually admit that you got it wrong then. Even though we pulled it back to 1-1, we start again. You got the shape wrong. We bring on the substitutes that you're required to get the shape right. You've had enough time at that point. At 1-1, Kevin, when McGregor scores the goal in 51 minutes, that's when you admit defeat, right, I got it wrong, We're back level, you change it. You've had 51 minutes to understand where it's gone wrong and you change it then. But you sit in your hands. You sit in your hands. At 2-1 down, when the substitutes. Basically, you're looking at a situation where if you don't pull this round, you're losing your job. And no changes are forthcoming. And when they do come, like you say, like for like. And Cham, one of the best performers in a Celtic jersey, you take him off because that suits you bringing on Brown. Rather than having that to be able to change it, Kevin, to change it. And we almost, as you say, got out of, out of jail by going 3-2 up. And I know you're watching the the action just on the, the right-hand side of yourself there. By going 3-2 up, we almost got out of jail. But even then, we'd be having a similar conversation right now, Kevin, because I say De- it
4: definitely. to you. Definitely, and that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like we would have, it was just sticking a sticking plaster on a burst artery.
3: The fact, we we'll have a look at look I'd at go that. further than that, Kev, right? I'd say it'd be like sticking a sticking plaster on a wound that's gone septic and it's seeping, you know, and it's seeping and it's stinking because there's something underlying here. There is something underlying. They players don't become bad players overnight. We've strengthened the squad, yet we're a worse team. There's an issue, there's a major issue. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, what's going to happen after this game? Is Neil Lennon going to give a post-match... Uh, interview, after this game if so I'd be very interested to know his uh, decision making in that second half, you know we get back into the game, this is a game and I said that at half time, he's got 45 minutes to save his Celtic career here now what happens when you say something like that is you put your neck on the chopping block, i.e. me because if we win the game people come back in and say oh you overreacted, it's mass hysteria you throw away the comments I mean it, I mean it 100% and I'm still sitting here at 3-3 where we've failed to win the last three games, where Rangers are in pole position now in this league. I'm still in it of the same mindset. Now, what happens tomorrow if we're sitting here, because you're back in tomorrow, Kevin, and the breaking news comes through for Celtic Park? That's what we now look at. That's what you're fearing, because there's a fear that possibly, you know, the wheels come off because you've got a new manager coming in. And, you know, we had that discussion on Monday there where, um, you know, Tony and uh, Russell were in and we were talking and Tony actually said that he would have changed the manager there and then. But people are fearing well, what happens next are you bringing someone in on an interim basis as a permanent manager? I mean, I've got my own views on that. What are? Well, my, what, my, what, what would you do? See, I wouldn't bring in anybody on an interim basis. This this is ten in a row we're going for. We're going for four trebles in a row. We're, st- we're only still in the other tournaments at the moment because we haven't kicked a ball domestically in the League Cup or the Scottish Cup. But we're going for a, a season, we're going for an accolade that is unlikely ever to be matched again. And not only that, you know, you've got to look at the what happens if Celtic don't win the league this season. Under the circumstances with regards to the pandemic, the financial crisis that's going to ensue, that might may, may, under normal circumstances, have taken a couple of years to overcome. If you are winning the league, if you had that ticket to the Champions League, if you give that ticket to somebody else, then your dominance is getting um, hit twice. Not only are you not going to get the, the potential riches of that, someone else is getting them. And by the way, when you look at Rangers' performances in Europe, you know would they be able to negotiate some uh, qualifiers? We've
4: got to say yes. Under
3: the circumstances, no, absolutely yes, they would. Uh, we haven't this season. We haven't last season. And we're actually facing a situation where, depending on the uh, coefficient and everything else, there's no guarantee that we'll even have that opportunity next season. So it's a much bigger thing that needs to be looked at rather than three poor results. It's the performances as all season. You know, you, you sometimes see Celtic fans. You're looking at a grinning Chris Boyd. That's what you get. That's what you get. That's what you're faced with after abject performances like the last three. We almost got out of jail there, Kevin. A three-three draw at Audrey under a circumstances still isn't good enough for me. What would we do? Is that what you're asking? What do we do?
4: What, what What would we do? My fear. And as I say, my fear is it'll be another short-term fix because my my way of thinking was, this year, doesn't matter what happens this year, whether we win the league or we don't win the league, there was going to be a drop off the cliff because 11 doesn't matter the same as 10. 10 is the magic number. If we don't get 10, I think everything goes to pot. And if if the board are sitting there just now contemplating making a change, what's their thinking? Is their thinking just from now to the end of the season? That's my worry. I'm be. I'm worried we're in Roy Keane, Martin O'Neill territory.
3: Well, Roy Keane will never be offered the Celtic job. Well, Dermot Desmond's there. He's been offered it before, he said no. He won't be offered that again. Right? Secondly, there should have been, like what you just said there, there should have been a plan already in place. What happens? Right? When? If and when we win 10 in a row because what then happens is we don't proceed with another Season two, season three, seasons under Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon's here for that purpose. So whatever your plan was after ten in a row, mm-hmm. right, which might not happen, that's your plan, and you bring it forward. So at a club the size of Celtic, when these decisions are being made, they're not knee-jerk reactions. Basically, you bring your plan forward. So whatever the plan was, you don't have an interim basis manager, um, because you know there's very few people who could actually step in and steer that ship clear to the end of this season very very few people but Roy Keane isn't one of them he won't be even looked at uh, in terms of any potential replacement be that interim or permanent so you would be looking at what is your permanent position on this should we win 10 in a row and whatever your decision was then you bring that forward and you make that decision as soon as that decision's made
4: Do you think they've looked as far as heading that I'm just going back to that, that day when they appointed Neil Lennon in the... In the Hamden dressing room I do not trust him To make That long term decision
3: Neil Lennon was the right man For the job at that point He's no longer The right man for the job Now You get criticised If you say uh, Neil Lennon has Had his back against the wall Before he's came out fighting And he's turned it round Which I have said this season Now Depending on the circumstances Depending on the results Your view changes Kevin My view's changed He's no longer the man for the job He's no longer the man for that that job to steer us to 10 in a row. So a change has to be made. That's my view on it.
4: Um, I'm, as I say, I've made my, myself clear and the evidence is mounting and mounting up against Neil Lennon and I did say that it felt like a Mowbray performance there when you actually saw him sitting in the dugout, it did I was it did feel like Love Street or the new Love Street, New St Murn Park, whatever it's called that night when we got beat with St Murn because th- that was a night that you knew something was going to shift, something was going to break. Now we, we've got we've got we've got to a point here when you said you wouldn't you wouldn't put an interim manager until you could go to your long term target.
3: Yeah, what but that, if, that wouldn't stop am, me.
4: What happens if your long term target's not available?
3: Well, I wouldn't stop me um making a decision that needs to be made.
4: So you go with Kennedy and Stratton?
3: You go you you've got to make that change, Kevin, because that's gonna breathe new life into the Celtic side. Celtic at the moment, right, to use an analogy which I know you love doing, we need we need we've flatlined. We need the we, we, we have flatlined at this moment in time and Neil Lennon doesn't have what it takes to turn it round.
4: What I saw in that setting Because half it's there. all
3: about players, it's all about belief systems, it's all about a group of players. And something has crept into that Celtic squad, whereby... We're, I mean, that team lineup up when it came out, so just names thrown up in the air, see where they land?
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, what I would say is, the players did actually show a bit of metal in that setting half to get ourselves in front, but then it developed into total panic when we went into the end part of that game.
3: Well, someone has Uh, asked the question, Kevin. I'll I'll pose it to you. Um, Jock Sporins asked the question, what was McGregor thinking? I'm going to give you my answer. Desperation. Mm -hmm. He's thrown a boot out. He's
4: thrown a boot out. Not to
3: take the boy down, to try it and prevent the inevitable, which was a 3-3 draw. Now, you're talking about what the players done. It was an individual piece of absolute brilliance from Lee Griffiths. Mm -hmm. Right. It was a, a bit of fantastic leadership from McGregor bit of brilliance from Roderick. I've got to say, Roderick gave two assists today, um, even though he would have been hooked for me before then because he didn't contribute much up until then. So it was two bits of individual brilliance. Not two pieces of tactical genius, Kevin.
4: No,
3: no, no. It was no. two bits of individual brilliance. We then managed to win a penalty and we're 3-2. Even then, so you're looking at situations where 1-1, one, one, you make the change then. Because it's not worked up until the 51st minute.
4: No disagreeing. That's so you, you make the change
3: there. then. You're 2-1 down. You make the change then. hmm Right? No because you there. are fighting for your life at that point. And at 3-2 up, you see that game through. So if you need to make changes, you make it then.
4: What I'm meaning is, I saw enough in the players to say they all got to shore safely. But the boat has sunk. The captains went down with his ship. But all the all the staff have got off.
3: Right. So let's make this as simple as possible. Right. We're adrift. The league leaders. It's the most important season in many many decades for Celtic Football Club. We're facing a situation where we may not be able to be able to claw that back under the current situation, which is Neil Lennon in the dugout picking the team and setting the, the team up. Does he remain in position? For you tomorrow Do we go into this game against Lille With Neil Lennon in charge No Now well, is that going to be a collective decision Is he going to be sacked Is he going to walk Have we got to a point where there's got to be a conscious uncoupling Just both parties
4: admit it's no working
3: Now I'm I'm very aware I'm very aware of the impact of that On, on Neil Lennon And on the club as well Because that's shockwaves material, a sacking at Celtic Park. We talk about days that shook Celtic Park. A sacking at Celtic Park sends shockwaves through the club. And invariably, it leads to a period, Kevin, of uncertainty. Invariably, that's what happens. So, if you look at a situation where Celtic have sacked a manager in the middle of a season or during a season, throughout a season, and you're looking at the John Barnes situation, you're looking at Tony Mowbray. A sacking reverberates throughout the club for for many, many months. And sometimes that doesn't result in positivity and positive results. But also I'm looking at the impact on Neil Lennon. But surely Neil knows that this is coming. Because it's, it's based on performances, Kevin. It's not based on my own view of Neil Lennon as a person. I've done nothing but absolutely you know, praise him on a Celtic state of mind.
4: If what we've heard is true then the the board who made the decisions have to take the decision out of Lenny's hands for his own, for Neil Lennon's hands for his own good, for his own state of mind we, sp- we spoke about state of mind eh, earlier but correct uh, as a results business and I did say Couple of podcasts ago, that I reckon this would be Neil Lennon's last job in football, and I haven't seen anything that has uh, made me change that view. Right. I think whatever happens in the next twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours, or the, or to, if nothing happens towards the end of the season, I don't think Neil Lennon will get another management job in football.
3: No, listen, I, I don't doubt that for a second, Kevin. I don't doubt that for a moment. Um, but what we need to look at is we need to look at the two different arguments Okay, so coming through um, YouTube Peter, UK Morafan cannot sack Lennon for bad defensive mistakes but it's not just bad defensive mistakes and by the way Peter I agree there are many bad defensive mistakes happening at the moment at Celtic Park but that's no, not the only reason that we're looking at Neil Lennon's um, managerial future at Celtic Park we're looking at what has crept into this team? There, there, is, there are serious issues in the Celtic side at this moment in time. Not only injuries, not only the illness, Kevin. It's, it's the whole mood of the camp. I'm going into a game against Aberdeen at Pataudry, not believing that Celtic can win. Even at 3-2 up. So that, that's as a fan. But what's happening at Celtic at this moment in time needs to be eradicated. It needs to be eradicated. Now for the good of the club, for the good of our 10 in a row Charge and for the good of Neil Lennon,
4: definitely. And um, I don't think any of us, even though we, we may, we're sitting here having doubts that, of Neil's ability to turn this around, it doesn't mean that we wish him unwell or, or anything like that. I hope nobody's uh, think, thinking about that. It's the club have to make have to make the decision, and if everything's what we've heard, or if everything we've heard is true. <laughs> All the odds are stacked against Neil Lennon turning this around. They are stacked against Neil Lennon turning this around. What I would ask you Paul is I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ask you because I, have, I haven't got an answer no. is who would you bring in? If Lennon, if Neil Lennon no. is removed mutually consented whatever we're going to call it in the next 20, 40, 48 hours, who are you going to bring in?
3: Roberto Martinez and Sean Maloney.
4: How would we get them from Belgium?
3: I wouldn't I wouldn't try and get them from Belgium. They can still continue with Belgium. That's the only way you're going to get them. That's the level we need. We we can't even look at the likes of Roy Keane. Roy Keane will never be offered the Celtic manager's job again. As long as Double D's there. It's not going to happen. We can't bring in what has been suggested... A Martin O'Neill or a Gordon Strachan to settle the ship to the end of the season. Whatever our plan was after Neil Lennon becomes our plan now. And it's that level. We're going to the Brennan-Rodgers level again.
4: So, So do you think that where we are now, the utter pressure situation that we find ourselves in, that bringing in Martinez and Maloney to implement a new whole way of working, a whole way of thinking, a whole different way of playing, a whole different structure is the right time yes in, in the middle of a season got to be Kev. where you haven't got where they haven't got time to work with the players what
3: well they're like? going to have time because we're playing two games a week
4: I'm talking on the training ground well I'm talking about you, you hear all the time talking about
3: a philosophy a philosophy yes that happens gradually it's not going to happen overnight we've got enough players here we've got enough quality
1: it's the Marketers Report Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to
3: iHeartResults.com for more. There, ...to turn this round. Neil Lennon isn't the man to turn it round. You bring in somebody like Martinez and Sean Maloney, they'll turn it round. The philosophy happens gradually. I they'll pick that. the right <laughs> personnel, they'll shape the club up properly, they'll shape the team up, to go to Pataudry to win a game. They'll do that. We didn't do that today. And we didn't change it quickly enough. And when we had the opportunity, one wanted to change it again, Kevin, it didn't happen. A manager of that level, of that quality, will be able to do what what uh, Neil Lennon isn't doing with the personnel that we, he has at his um, fingertips. So the philosophy that comes gradually. And I'm not saying we're going to take the manager for the number one nation in the world. Nah, continue. Continue with Belgium. That's the only way we'd get a manager like that.
4: So what, ha- what happens with uh, John Kennedy and Gavin Stratton? Do they go with Lennon? Because that, Kennedy's, Kennedy's
3: seen off quite a few managers. Until we bring on a, a new team, yeah, absolutely. They would need to stay there, obviously. Because, I mean, if you're going to get rid of a manager, Kevin, there's going to be an interim period. I don't mean an interim period to the end of the season. But when a new manager comes in, it's a management team. I think that's half the battle here. So
4: the board would have to make the decision based on what they know. What they know is going on behind the scenes. And if certain senior members of the dressing room say they have no problem with Gavin Stratton and John Kennedy, they stay.
3: Certain members, no, that comes down to the new manager coming in. This is half the battle. Neil Lennon's coming in and he's working with a team that he didn't assemble.
4: Yeah, well, I think well, that's, that's one of the issues he's had a massive transfer window and you can actually say that this is a Neil Lennon side
3: now. I'm talking about a coaching team Kit. coaching team. Right, yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. talking about a, a team of coaches that he's assembled he's not working with a, his own team I'm not talking about the players because we've gone on about the, the transfer window and you know you bring in six players it starts looking like a Neil Lennon team on the park I'm talking about the coaching team mm-hmm. so the stipulation would be whoever's coming in picks their own coaching staff and if that means Strachan and Kennedy goes then let them go this isn't working
4: Mm-hmm. Simple I, I, as that. I, I, I'm just—I was just throwing that in there because there, there is a financial cost to getting rid of the whole coaching setup. Would Martinez and Maloney want want to bring in the their whole sports science, their whole medical? In teams time, I think they would. In, yeah, and time—that's a massive outlay for a club, who I reckon. We we will be massively affected by the, the financially the COVID situation the longer that there's fans no on the ground, but that can't be uh, can that be part of the decision? It will be I part will of be. it will be part of the decision whatever happens. I've I've just got it's a massive the the there's gambles on either side of this, but they probably I'm erring on the fear of inaction outweighs the fear of action the 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 lesser are two evils is actually action it and see where we go. See if see if the club can get another boost because what we're going to say is instead of being we're going to be five four five uh, five, points behind, possibly by be five o'clock tonight. Or six points oh,
3: Potentially six I I
4: can't even count. Um so six points behind it's it's a real it's a really it's oh. I didn't want to see anybody lose their job, but I've already said that I've, I've got the same feeling. I had the same feeling the day when that penalty went, and during that second half, it said we were watching a rerun of Tony Mowbray at, at New New St. Mary's Park. I was I was saying that, and I can I can't go away for that gut feeling. I've got to go with that gut feeling.
3: Well, listen. Neil Lennon's been uh, interviewed at the moment. This is his post-match interview. We've we've silenced it so that we can do the broadcast, so I'm not sure what his uh, comments are going to be, but he knows himself. He needs to know himself that he's facing a situation where his job is now untenable.
4: You would hope that he knows it, but we all know that managers, every manager's stubborn when it comes to formations and... F- under their belief that they'll turn it round I'm sure he's probably saying on on the telly there that he could turn it round um, I'm sure that he's probably saying that they've got the players, there's plenty of time at, the, at, at their disposal maybe but those in charge have got to take everything into account the stuff that we don't know the stuff that we, we've seen rumours about they've got to take that into account when making that decision on the way down the road tonight
3: Because what happens Kevin If there's an announcement If it does happen And we put in an interim manager Then you ask yourself Who's the interim manager There's a suggestion that Strachan might be that man Can nobody remember the last season under Gordon Strachan It was painful to watch It was absolutely painful to watch The the final Strachan season Followed by the Mowbray tenure Lost Celtic 15,000 season tickets that's how bad that was to watch.
4: Stratton's working for Dundee. I
3: know, but, you know, Martinez is working for Belgium. You know, there's ways and means if you want to get somebody in a job, but at the end of the day, you can't remove somebody from their position through the fear of what if he turns it round, when. I'm not, we're, I'm, facing, we're facing six points behind Rangers at the I'm end no of I'm not to
4: make the, those decisions, Paul. I'm just actually giving you where my head space is at at this precise moment in time. And this is what's going through my head. And I can only give you what's in my head because I don't make that decision. As I've as I said numerous, numerous times, failure won't sit well in history in this season. If you fail this season, history is always going to look at you on a bad light. And those who make the decisions at Celtic will know that as well.
3: A couple of wee things, Kevin, coming through. There's loads of comments coming through and I'm not ignoring them. Uh, Richard Coleman's commenting on YouTube if you are watching on YouTube please subscribe it's not always as negative as this but uh, we are facing a, a very tumultuous period in uh, the club season I would guess but Richard Coleman asks a simple question Kevin I'm going to throw it out to you can we beat Lille with Lennon still here? No
4: it's a, a one more dancer no
3: and Sean Kirkcoran. Uh, Suggest that it will be the cheap option as it always is I don't see people will hear me saying Martinez and Maloney they'll mock me they'll say it's not possible but they said that about Rodgers we're at that stage Kev we can't go cheap we've got a challenger who has got a team playing to their best of their ability as a unit who won't drop many points certainly not against the current Celtic regime so we need to have a, a huge change in our thro- thought process and what I'm saying to you is after 10 in a row if Celtic were to win it I think we're both in agreement a change was going to happen then. That was a so great we time we for we a change. Hope so. Yeah. There seemed
4: to be a natural break point there.
3: Right, so what is the plan? And if that plan is in place which it should be at a club like Celtic you bring the plan forward.
4: That, that's my... That, have they got a plan? What's that plan would have been there? Um I, this, this is it's really like, why, why have we got here, where have we got here and Anthony Hargett, he says an absolutely great thing eh, in the podcast during the week there, he says that the last, the two great managers, obviously Steen's the number one manager, for me Martin O'Neill's two, then Brendan Rodgers three, all of them had complete control with the club. When Neil Lennon was appointed, it was extremely clear that he wasn't getting complete control of the club. The club was going back into the sort of Ronnie Dyler era where there's there's a certain structure in place and the manager wasn't getting to pick his backroom staff and stuff like that. That that did set the alarm bells ringing at the time. Um, and we've, So, if you're bringing in Martinez, you've got to give him the carte blanche of the club. You've got to say that he's running everything. But the short-term goal is win the league. So, say Martinez comes in, there's no improvement. We don't win the league. Do you give him next season as well?
3: Well, he wouldn't be coming in for an interim basis. It's not working, Kev. Uh, so, I know, we, we can look I'm at all I'm the under- eventualities. Uh, what uh, if this one comes in? What if that one comes in? What is absolutely clear to anybody watching Celtic at the moment is something needs to change. Something needs to change because it's not working.
4: You're getting insight to my mind here. Can Lennon Lennon
3: change it? That's the question. I've thrown it out. Can we beat Lille on Thursday night with Lennon in charge? No. There was three opportunities today. You picked a team. There's your first opportunity. It didn't work. We went a goal down. When we pull it back to 1-1 at 51 minutes, there's your second opportunity. You change it. You change it then. It's not happened. There's a third opportunity at 2-1 down to change it. Didn't happen, and then actually, there's another one at three, three, two up. You then manage that game out. You you actually get out of Pataudry by but it's of your teeth with a victory, and we still couldn't manage it. Now people say oh, you can't legislate for individual errors, etc. You know, if somebody sells the jerseys, but we never changed anything, Kev. No,
4: we never. No, no. What what I'm, I was I was just going through my own head there, and me and you were in the studio. That penalty was given. When again I never had a sinking feeling at that penalty kick. I never had another. Jerry, moment.
3: changing it. I'm not talking about personnel. I'm talking about the shape. Jerry Cameron makes a point, he changed it. I'm not talking about making subs. He brings on Brown for cham, like for like. He brings on Griff Griffiths for a Yeti. Uh, like, 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 like for like. The shape was wrong. Mm-hmm. The shape wasn't working. So you can make a substitute like for like. I'm talking about changing it. If you go three two up, you change it to win that game three two. And if that means you bring on defensive players, you do that you have got to manage the game he didn't manage the game game you go 3-2 up we, we come down that road and he's got to stay execution I've never once called for Neil Lennon to be sacked but after the last three games and the performances that we've put in this season it's time for a change
4: you're right, and I mean what was what saying. There. I, I, I like my teams to be emotional and play play with emotion. And Callum McGregor did there because it was sheer panic when he actually threw threw that kick out. But from a fan point of view, or fans, the fans like to go up and down. It gives you a chemical reaction in your brain because you're that excited. You 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 are that caught up. You want to see your team won. See when that when that penalty kick was given for Aberdeen there, I didn't have a sinking feeling. I had a sort of nonplussed feeling as if to go, oh well.
3: This is happening now.
4: Uh, aye, this is happening, oh well. That's, that's it, we need to move on. And I didn't say move on, take it on the chin and move on. It just felt like a finalisation that was coming and it was coming in that setting half. And we... The next twenty-four hours are going to be really, really interesting. They're going to be really, really interesting. Ah. I say that you have to embrace the chaos. I say sometimes you just have to breathe it in and take the challenge on 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 the chin. And maybe, I, maybe by the time you speak to me tomorrow, I'll go. Aye, it's time for a change. We need to change it. We need to gamble on that change because sticking's not going to work.
3: I think a gamble's not changing. I think that's a massive gamble because this what if scenario, what if the guys who are injured weren't injured? What if the guys who are out with COVID didn't contract that? These are just issues that you're going to be facing as a manager. But he's not he's not dealing with it. He's not set up a team capable of beating the Hungarian champions in the Champions League. He's not set up a team capable of beating Rangers at home, capable of even competing against A C Milan at home, or capable of going to Petodre and winning a game. There's four games, but this situation has filtered into every performance, maybe barring one this season, Kev.
4: Uh, Every one, as we say right at the start of this broadcast, every question that was asked Celtic today, they failed. Every single question. Every single question that was asked of the management, they failed. And if they're honest enough, they should be sticking their hands up and admitting that. If they're honest enough
3: If they are But again It's one of these things Now We've spoken about All these other elements You know Not having fans At the games Kevin And having to deal With the, the financial um, Constraints of, of Covid And losing players Every team Is going to be facing These issues this season But my concern is Even with all the issues Of the injury and illness We can't put a team together To win at Pithodri In a must win game We came into this It was a must win game Ferens Faros was a must win game because it was a one off um, and that gets us into the Champions League
4: Neil Lennon says himself that he needed a win and a performance so he's
3: got neither today
4: so that's what I was about to say can he actually look himself in the mirror and go "My, my players gave me they didn't give you the win but did they give him a performance that he's got some?" can he actually sit on that bus on the way down the road tonight saying these guys have got my back These guys are my lads. These boys are going to back me to the hole.
3: Well, interesting point, but let's look at it the other way. You're a player. Do you have enough confidence in the management team to prepare the correct side tactically and in terms of the personnel for Thursday night? Because I I wouldn't if I was a player.
4: Or or add another layer on to that. Are you a player? Are you seeing a, a manager who can develop you to fulfil your potential and fulfil your wage potential, fulfil your football potential, fulfil what you want to do in the game. Well, do the, you do you see that at Celtic Park at this precise moment in time?
3: Celtic give you the platform, Kevin, but again, you do need to have that that manager in place who is able to allow you to develop and prosper. I mean, we've seen it with, with previous managers. I think we, with regards to this season, we're looking at a situation where we have the squad, certainly until January, where we've kept all our top players, as it were. You know, we thought they were going to be interesting. Apparently, there was interest in players like Cham and Eduard. Christie is currently in talks with the club uh, over a new contract, which has been going on for a long, long time. These are players that we may have lost in January. We kept them all. We kept all the players. Neil Lennon has a very strong squad at his disposal. Now, that, going into Europe, is always going to be a challenge. But domestically... We should not be shipping these points. We've gone up to Pataudry and we've dropped two points. Rugby Park, two points. Rangers, three points, most importantly. And what you've got across the city, like them, loathe them, rate them, or disregard them, they're sitting pretty at the top of the league.
4: They're a better team than us at this, uh, at this moment in time. They are a better team than us. They're better organised, the, 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 the form team. And this... that. That result today the day is just going to give them a massive boost and they'll hammer eh, Livingston today. If they've changed their mentality from, I, I call them bottle merchants, I'll admit that, Rangers will benefit today from not having 50-odd thousand at Ibrox because they can just go out there and play the game that they want to play. There's no pressure on them today now to actually go out there. If there was 50,000 fans there, it would be... Uh, place would be rocking at this precise moment in time but if if there wasn't a if they didn't score an early goal go to 60 minutes at nothing each they would turn they would turn
3: but they're playing Celtic, to a game plan they're playing that's what I'm saying they've, they've got a game plan what's their game plan
4: I couldn't tell you what their game plan is I, was,
3: I wasn't sure at the beginning of the game today and, and you're looking at that the opportunities Kevin within the match your in match decisions to change and I don't mean like for like a player for a player the shape wasn't right
4: our game plan was hope individual players pull us out the shite.
3: They almost did. And they almost did. They almost did. But you're not always going to get that and we've no? seen it. We've seen it so many times. And I mean, even if you want to go further back to some of the European performances, you know, it was a bit of individual brilliance from Jeremy Frimpong that set up El mm-hmm. who had just been thrown on as a sub. And by the way, that night we gave huge credit to Neil Lennon for making the sub. But a tactical change isn't just like for like or personnel. We're talking about shape. So when we're going into that game... Today at I asked you who's going to do the defending because we're going to have two full backs up and down, it's Ayer and Duffy. Ayer, and I take your point, ayer has been our best defender this season. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's another player obviously who was linked with a move away. Duffy was the Messiah, he was going to come in and make everything better, and he's been to blame for several issues in the defence. You know, Neil Lennon's come out apparently and said that he's going to get flack, his players are going to get flack. And uh, that's part for the course It's not about having flack It's about looking at the reasons why The Celtic side are not performing And they've not actually been performing all season It's only now that the results are catching up was Probably because of the fact that we've had a bit of an injury crisis mm-hmm. But they've not performed all season
4: No, the, the, I was having a look back at my notes That I've made in you know, all the games And my buzz statement seems to be lacking spark
2: mm-hmm.
4: We need a spark for somewhere And we never got it again today um, Neil coming out and saying his post match interview was always going to be a bit hollow, a bit platitudey. Um, he Can not be honest? And if he's on if he was honest with himself, he'll be standing in that Petodre dressing room now, having a look at himself in the mirror, going Are these lads behind me? Can I get a tune out of these lads? And his honest answer has got to be no.
3: Is there a disconnect between the management and the players? It looks that way. Paul Gilston, thanks for joining us on YouTube. Uh, you reckon it's obvious the players don't have confidence in the manager, Kevin. McGregor, Edward Brown all excelled under Brendan Rogers, They're not performing under Neil Lennon. I think the point I made the other day uh, on that note, thanks Paul, that was a good point, um, was let's have a look at players like, and again, I'm not saying there's an issue with the French players at the club. I've heard that said, I'm not saying that. But let's look at Edouard, Cham and Julien and what they expect, going back to your point, Kevin, what they're expecting from their career, from their manager and from the platform that Celtic give them. Well, what they're expecting first and foremost is Champions League football, which we don't have. What they're also expecting, you look at Julien, he won the World Cup under 20 with France. You look at Edouard, who came through the PSG Academy and Cham, who came through the Man City Academy. These guys are used of uh, elite Performance coaches, set ups, platforms, clubs, academies. Are they getting that from Neil Lennon?
4: I can I can't say because I'm not I'm no in the inner sanctum of the club. But outsider looking in time, you've got to say no. You've got to say that their performances have dropped if you if you want to believe what you want to believe in the messages that are flying about, then they are maybe having a look at it and going, "This is we 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 have meant to have joined a big club that's going to progress our career, who we're going to enjoy it, who we, where we're going to develop, and we're not getting that." No. But for me, this point was coming when Neil Lennon was appointed. This point was coming. I says it was the beginning and the end. It felt like the beginning and the end and I've seen nothing over and I'm, I'm even going to go back to the defeat against Clues last year I've seen nothing in his 18 months or however long it has been um, to say anything different to change that feeling and I'm going to say today and this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've said it that for me was Neil Lennon's New St Mon Park
3: Right, so he's got to go then Aye and he's got to go now and yes. if it goes, who do we bring in? I've already thrown my, my names out there. I'll be criticised for that. People will disagree with me. That's the level I'm talking about. You're getting players in, and there's two aspects to this, Kevin. You're either bringing them in from elite setups. So if you bring a player in from PSG, they're coming in from an elite academy, from an elite club. Same with Man City. All right? So you're, what we're trying to do, we can't afford elite players, so we bring them in from elite setups and hope that they can become a player of value that we can make money on. Right, and that's your business model, and everybody knows that. But what you need for that to happen is an elite manager, and we don't have it. Nowhere near it.
4: There's no point behaving like an elite football club and not having an elite manager. You're you're spot on there. So that's a level that you've got to look at. I notice in in the comments that people speak about Eddie Howe, and one of your guest one of your guests last week spoke about Eddie Howe. My my biggest. Problem with that, I can actually see another sticking plaster coming in and a Martin O'Neill and a Gordon Stratton and that's not what we need.
3: That's not what we need. So interesting times over the next few days, Kevin, you're going to be back in here tomorrow on a Celtic State of Mind bulletin at 12.30. We will have that ticker tape up on the wall for any breaking news because I think that's what we're looking at over the next week or so Um, everybody who's been involved via Twitter, Facebook, YouTube thank you all for getting involved, it's been one of our busiest days and I think that's because there's a deep concern amongst the Celtic support as to how this season is developing, but all that's left for me to say is Kevin Graham, thank you once again for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind
4: Thanks very much boys, thanks